Now the news. I'm Shane Bingham. The Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda is paying an official visit to China. Gaston Brown says he hopes the trip will help to consolidate relations. Certainly to strengthen the bilateral relations between Antigua and Barbuda and the People's Republic of China. Uh, we'll be signing a cooperation agreement that will take the relationship to the next level. In fact, Antigua and Barbuda and the People's Republic of China, we enjoy perhaps one of the closest relationships of um, any large and small country. Uh, as you know, China has been very respectful of um, all countries, respective um, of size. And uh, China has been a great example um, for all countries globally in terms of its benevolence and the role that is played to to ensure peaceful coexistence. The trip comes at the invitation of Chinese Premier Li Chang. Chinese weather authorities have issued alerts for heavy snow, strong winds, and extreme cold. Snowfall and icy roads have shut down 170 roads in over 1,300 toll areas across the nation. Authorities have stepped up measures to ensure safe travel. In Shanxi province, authorities have sent personnel and equipment to clear roads, increase patrols for emergency response, and help people with trapped vehicles. Authorities say Iranian Foreign Minister Hussein Amir Abdullah Hayyan will visit Pakistan on January 29th. A joint statement from the two countries' foreign ministries also says the ambassadors of both countries may return to their respective posts by January 26th. A Palestinian news agency reports that at least 40 Palestinians were killed in Israeli bombings of the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunis on Monday. Eyewitnesses said the western areas of the city were bombarded by Israeli warplanes and artillery, while Palestinian militants and the Israeli army engaged in fierce fighting. So far, more than 25,000 Palestinians have died from the ongoing Israeli attacks on the Gaza Strip. The European Union says Israel's military operation to eradicate Hamas in Gaza is not working. Top EU diplomat Joseph Borrell has also stressed that efforts to pursue a two-state solution must be prioritized despite Israeli opposition. On Sunday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected the possibility of any Palestinian state as it would pose what he called an existential threat. Stuart Smith reports from Brussels. From the very start, an uh, official from the European Union, a high-ranking official, said that the bar for these initial discussions amongst foreign ministers is very, very low because the starting point here is that both Israel and Gaza have at the moment ruled out a two-state solution. Hamas specifically, when it comes to these discussions, has ruled out a two-state solution, which is exactly what the European Union is going to be trying to encourage foreign ministers to agree on. Israel and Palestine's foreign minister will be here in Brussels later for those discussions as well as members, uh, foreign ministers of other Arab states. At least 27 people have been killed after Ukrainian forces shelled the city of Donetsk on Sunday. A city official says Ukrainian forces bombarded a busy area where shops and a market are located. The Russian foreign ministry called the attack a barbaric act of terrorism. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said that Russia shelled over 100 cities across nine regions in a single day. Meanwhile, Russian energy company Novatek says that it's been forced to suspend some operations at a Baltic Sea fuel export terminal after a fire broke out due to suspected Ukrainian drone attacks. U.S. media reports say that at least 91 people have been killed, with much of the country whiplashed by Arctic winds. Two weeks of winter storms have affected tens of millions in the country, with alerts issued in multiple states. The weather has also tested U.S. infrastructure. Owen Fairclough has more. With the U.S. in the grip of a brutal cold snap from coast to coast, the country's infrastructure has been severely tested. 
But not all drivers made it. Multiple blizzards over the last fortnight have left some roads littered with the wrecks of vehicles claimed by the treacherous conditions. Thousands of flights have been cancelled. On Sunday alone, around 2,000 flights, either landing or departing the US, were either cancelled or delayed. And rail services around Chicago and Portland, Oregon were also disrupted. Utility infrastructure has also been pushed to breaking point, especially in the Portland area, where at one point some 120,000 properties were without electricity. Chinese tennis player Zheng Chinwen has entered the quarterfinals at the Australian Open. She defeated French player Ocean Dodin 6-love, 6-3 in less than an hour. This is the second Grand Slam quarterfinal for that 21-year-old. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bigger.